Welcome to the Dr. Obed Obinga Day podcast. Dr. Obed is a thought leader and apologist who speaks to life's great existential questions of origin, purpose, faith, and destiny with fluency and grace. He is an author and the president of the Christ Cosmopolitan Incorporated, a vibrant apostolic commission that heralds the message of the fullness of Christ. Dr. Obed has seen his ministry soar to great heights over several years, touching the lives of many across the globe through his various ministry platforms. May you grow in grace and the knowledge of Christ as you listen to mind-renewing and heart-enlightening messages by Dr. Obed. Do enjoy this teaching. God bless you. So now, in the confirmation, the Bible says, in the book of Acts, they went to confirm the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. Mm. Without confirmation, I say, your foundations are very porous. Wow. And probably you're a man of God, you're watching me. I'm asking you a question. Do you have a confirmation program? What do we do? We rush and dip people in water. Push them out and register them as our church members. Then we leave them on their own. And a few group of people are made to understand that you might have a calling, so you need to go to Bible school. Hmm. What is the church for? The church is God's institutional learning program. Actually, the word church is a legal term, which means the place of judgment, the place where judges meet, the ecclesia, is not really the called out ones. The question is called out for what? Okay. They were called out of civilian mindset mm. to be trained okay. to become judges of tomorrow. So why would Jesus say, I will build my church? Mm. He was speaking about his military mindset. That's true. So confirming the souls and exhorting them to continue in the faith. And hear what he said. And that we must through much tribulation and the kingdom of God. Now, man of God, that means that in the first century church, in the early church, yes, anyone who became a believer, yes, one of the cardinal truths, yes, that you were made to settle yes. in, yes, is that it is with much tribulation, much tribulation, and they were conditioned right. And so, tribulation was not actually the was actually not a matter of the fact that you have sinned, no, and that it's it's believers who have sinned or believers through telepsis. No, it is not believers that have sinned that necessarily go through. It is God's training program. It is God's training program. Now, watch this. They came preaching the kingdom of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. That is what they preach in the book of Acts, the chapter number one. Mm -hmm. They came preaching the kingdom of God. Yes. So now, in the preaching of the kingdom of God, what does he mean they were preaching the kingdom of God? They were giving them a message of an utopia, mm. of a certain perfection that was going to come, mm. not only by way of growth, but a perfection of human system. Okay. Which was lying ahead 
of us as humanity hmm. where the God of this world was going to invade his world and bring about perfection and that God was enrolling people hmm. they went about Acts chapter 28 the verse 30 to the verse yeah. 31 the word of God says and Paul dwelt two holy years hmm. I'm not castigating anybody's system please get me any confirmation program that is less than two years is a joke. <laughs> Man of God, on the first premise, if there's no confirmation, if there's no confirmation, you have, it's a fiasco. And now, if there's a confirmation program less than two years, it's a joke. <laughs> you must make time for your onward spiritual growth. Actually, the entire training program of schooling in the word must be consistent for five years. Fruit is sought in the fourth year. And you are given one more year to bear the fruits of all that you have acquired. That is how come in the program of the church, the word of God says, when it was time, that you should turn out as a teacher. Mm. You now required that you should be taken through the first principles of the doctrine of Christ. He said, for when, for the time you ought to be teachers. So please, I understand the calling of God. I understand the fivefold ministry. But then, there are two offices that is general wholesale for every believer. You must evangelize and you must become a teacher. Every believer. Every believer must evangelize and must teach. I'm not talking about the office of the evangelist and the office of a teacher. Because how do you evangelize? Now when you watch the evangelistic programs that we carry about with tracks, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with them. But listen, can you defend the faith? That is true evangelism. Any evangelistic program that does not empower the people to defend their faith, to stand in the place where they have been empowered to speak the truth that is in Christ, not running away from anybody, grounded in the faith, saying it as it is, if it doesn't equip you the word of God says for when the time when you ought it's not when you just should turn out when you ought to be teachers so man of God that means that if, if the, the evangelism process or the evangelism program is actually a discipleship system Jesus said go you into all the world he didn't say and go and lead them through um, how do you call it? The salvation, confession for salvation. That is just the beginning. He said, go and make disciples, which word simply means students of all nations. So it's not enough to just get the person to, you to know, get we, born again. Get born again. It's just like you get back to somebody and drop the person. Mercy. And off you went. The person will die. Nobody took care of him. So there are many of you watching us in TV world. 
Many of you watching us on social media, your growth has become dwarfed, stunted, because you never went through confirmation. Thank God for this medium. Hmm. Thank God Hallelujah. for cosmopolitan television. Hallelujah. Listen to me. It is not a rush for members. This platform is not meant for that. It is a demand of heaven to empower the people of God. Hallelujah. Not for church growth. We have a bigger reason. We have a greater understanding. Mm. People, we are enrolling people in the army of God. People are being recruited for something bigger than your church. Mercy. Something bigger mm. than what you call it. And now you gather the people, you get them born again, and you tell them stories. Stories which does not even start off with the principles of the doctrine of Christ. You only start off with the principles of the oracles of God. I'll deal with that another time. The differences between the principles, the first principles of the oracles. You, you, cannot, you cannot exalt the Pauline epistles. Now please, please. Because the let's, gospels... Let's handle this just for a moment. There is nothing called the words of Paul. The Pauline epistles. Please. He was the writer. There is no portion of the scriptures that were written by Jesus. Oh, wow. Jesus didn't write any scripture. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Everything that you see that is said to be the red lettered the letter, words of yes. Jesus was somebody saying Jesus said this. That is how come there is no book of Jesus in your Bible. <laughs> Jesus didn't write anything. That's true. And please, Jesus didn't ask anybody to pen him down. These were writings they wrote under the inspiration of the Spirit of God. So, if you say the epistles of Paul and the red letters of the words of Jesus, you, the person is actually lost track on what is called the word. The person does not know the word. And if this word is not there, then you should know there is no light in them. Mercy. So, hmm. if you go to many places, they know the oracles of God, and painfully, when it comes to the oracles of God, from the first foundations of the first principles of the oracles of God, you don't need to be a Christian. You must not be a Christian to know the first foundations of the oracles of God man of God clarify that. Let me explain this. Paul said that when those without the law they do things that are written in the law. It's not the law written in their hearts. Hmm. And Moses received oracles from God. They were the lively oracles. But before Moses received them, others who didn't know Moses and were not Israelites had the same oracles in their heart. Hmm. So what's the point? So for many a people, don't steal, don't kill. Listen, yeah, yeah. without the Bible, we knew that. Our conscience, that is our mind and our hearts, bear witness hmm. that there is nothing right about it to kill somebody. Hmm. 
So even without being a believer, without that's how come when you look at um, how do you call it, Muslims, you see the oracles of God. It's true. The foundations of the oracles of God even govern satanic systems. Even demons are governed by the oracles of God. <sighs> what we are saying here, it looks like we've drifted, but yes. it's essential so, yes. because, because we need to get it straight. We need to set the problem line. It's so cardinal, Pastor. So now, if all you do in church, you know about David and the stories of David. You know about what happened to Saul. You know you know the stories in the Bible. This happened to that and that happened to that and that. Then you enter into Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. But you, you don't like anything Paul. You don't like anything the revelation of Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, don't like, you don't like that. Okay. You just started the first of the first of the oracles of God. And hear what Peter says. Hear what Paul says. He said, for when for the time you ought to be teachers. You have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. And as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word. He didn't say as toddlers. So you, you have not started anything. You are like a newborn baby. Because at a certain time, babies don't like milk again. It's true. When you are eating, they desire to taste what you are eating. Mm. So because of the environment you are in, you never find anybody who is eating anything solid. Because when children are growing up from babyhood upward, yes. they get excited. They now want to wear their father's shoes mm. because mm. they saw their father wear his shoes. Mm -hmm. They want to wear their daddy's trousers. They want to walk like mommy. They want to, you see. So when there are no adults, grown-ups in the kingdom, Mercy. nobody mimics anybody. Hmm. So everybody says, church is just a matter of you just going while out time, hearing some, because there's no inspiration. There's no hmm. focus. Somebody that you should emulate. It's not there. When was the last time you went to church I'm not talking about Christian character. I'm talking about a certain death of the way that made you want to go back mm, to mm, sit down mm, for growth. Mm, 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 mm. True. Do you actually have seniors that you look up to and want to be like? You mimic them? Do you try on what they are already eating? But you don't do that. And after two years, we have to get back and start you all over as if you just got born again on milk. No. And pastor, it hurts that when you speak to the average Christian by the road, all he knows in church is the Ten Commandments. Nothing more. Those that have come a step forward have graduated the beginnings of the principles of the oracles of God. How Jesus lived his life as a man. Hmm. Not yep. as a son of God. 
Yet Paul says that we know no man. But Paul now says, know no man after the flesh. Yes. For we even knew Jesus yes. after the flesh. But we have stopped knowing him like that. He that too. We knew him after the flesh. So you see, if you are reading and you are inspired and all you are feeling on is Matthew, Mark, Luther, these are the ways of Jesus according to the flesh. But what of Jesus after the spirit? That is what beats the mind. That people that walk with Jesus on the road to Emmaus couldn't make him out. Because he was now walking as a spirit being. <sighs> and he had to open their understanding for them to understand the scriptures. Mary Magdalene knew Jesus and loved Jesus. He saw Jesus outside of his bodily estate and couldn't make him out. He went talking with him as a gardener that was in charge of the grove where Jesus was buried. And Jesus had a conversation with him not after the stature of the flesh of Jesus but the glorified son of God. This calls for a sitting up. If you're a man of God, Today, as we go further into the matter of the tribulation, you'll be amazed what Jesus says in the book of Matthew, the chapter 24. He said, as for those who are nursing babies, that day of tribulation, it would be worse. When Jesus spoke of that time when we should flee, into Judea. He comes down and says, pray that your flight is not at winter or on the Sabbath day. We'll take our time and explain all of these things. And in Matthew chapter 24, he comes down and now he says, but pray ye that your flight be not in winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation. But before he said that, the verse 19, what what he says in the verse 19, and woe unto them that are with child. These are pastors. And to them that give suck in those days. Woe unto them. So you gather people. And you waste your time. And take your offering. Hmm. Man of God will be back. After I want to take a break. Pause on this. Reflect on this. We'll be back shortly with the man of God. Pastor Bet. Still delving into the matters of the great tribulation why you as a believer must take your place in the army of the lord jesus hallelujah why you as a believer must pay keen and deliberate attention to your growth so that you can find yourself well ranked in the army of the lord jesus hallelujah we'll be back shortly after this break thanks so much for listening we trust that you've been blessed with truths for life be sure to subscribe to the Dr. Obedobing a Day podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remain blessed. Shalom.